Get everything you need for your next job without the hassle at AquablueMosaics.com. We carry everything from high-quality pool tile, porcelain pavers, grout, fire and water features, and everything in between that you need to get your project done and put some money in your pocket. A literal showroom in the palm of your hand, we are the most powerful tool any pool contractor can have in their pocket. Become an Aqua Pro and save money on every order, get free samples, and have full access to our unmatched customer service. Easy to remember, hard to forget, visit Aqua bluemosaics.com. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today I'm chatting with Elizabeth McMurray, Executive Director of the Florida Swimming Pool Association. And we also have Nikki Presley Rice from Wecken Associates, Verge Jones from Pool Corp joining us as well. For the benefit of our listeners, Elizabeth, could you tell us a little bit about the FSPA and what your mission is? Yeah, I would love to. Thank you for asking. Um, Our association, the Florida Swimming Pool Association, at our core, we're really just a group of industry professionals. When we come together to advance Florida's pool and spa industry, which is our mission, we do that through a couple of different paths, primarily via education for our industry license holders, also have government affairs representation and advocacy. And then we also just provide general membership support so our members can be successful business operators. We do have a charitable foundation, which is our 501c3 Florida Swims Foundation, and we also focus on providing swim lessons to under-resourced kids and post-secondary education scholarships to dependents of our members. So those are some of the things that we do uh, as an association. Okay, so now Hurricane Ian is definitely why I wanted to have you come on the show today, uh, Elizabeth, to talk a little bit about what the FSPA is doing. I know the the hurricane may have come and gone from the national radar almost as quickly as it arrived, but the devastation and the damage the storm caused is going to linger around for months, possibly years, as the community in Southwest Florida and many other areas of the state continues to struggle in the aftermath. I mean, one of the things we saw almost immediately is how hard the pool industry was affected after the storm. Now, when we talk about boots on the ground, you too literally have a 10,000 foot view of what's happening in Florida. So far as the industry is concerned, what are you seeing in terms of how pool contractors are recovering from Ian? Yeah, it's definitely a complicated situation, right? Because people are personally affected and then their businesses are additionally affected and impacted. We've got some member businesses who have lost their you know, operating structures. And so they basically have lost their physical presence. Others are still able to work and have boots on the ground as far as servicing their customers or providing, you know, our distributors are able to provide materials um, and still have their their storefronts open and their doors open to service their customers. Um, But it's very complicated. There are more people on the road. There are more contractors coming in from out of state. You know, so there are a lot of other challenges that are going on just as far as, you know, organizing of resources and actually physically getting around and being able to get to those pools that are potentially damaged or need to be serviced, there are still some roads that are, you know, facing some challenges. So it's very complex. And I think everybody kind of has their own individual scenarios that they're coping with. And I'd love to obviously share what, how the FSBA is trying to help. But Nikki, I know you are physically, you know, boots on the ground in those affected areas. You may have some better insights too on how to answer that question about impacts. Yes and no. I'm still kind of like in a daze, to be honest with you. Um, 
it's just still dealing with the personal aspect of it. And then the work aspect of it is a little, like you say, challenging, but you did, you basically put it in good words, Elizabeth, these guys, there are so many people here. I'm on the road, like almost every single day in sales. And it is extremely difficult to get around anywhere right now, regardless of your cleaning pools, building a pool, subcontractor sales, whatever it is, any industry, to be honest with you, it is very challenging. And then everybody also down this way is dealing with the personal side of it too, which you do think about even when you're working, like, you know, you try to kind of balance it all out, but um, it's going to take months and years. I think you said in the beginning of the conversation, I mean, you know, we went through Hurricane Charlie here. So Punta Gorda, basically, at least in my area, we just rebuilt 18 years ago. So for us, it's, it's kind of, um, it's a little different here. We didn't get affected at the storm surge, but, um, you know, we're a little bit stronger. So, you know, everybody's kind of getting used to it. It's emotional more than anything. Um, but we are coming together. I really appreciate what FSPA has done. There is a powerful picture that you guys shared at, um, Burgess house. There's just such a powerful picture showing that arm in arm, hand in hand, what we do as a family in the pool industry. And it makes me extremely proud. My dad was a pool builder. My brother's in the pool industry and, um, you know, he's got his challenges. It is, it's personal and work-wise it's very, very hard right now, but we're getting through it together. I just keep going back to that word together. Absolutely. Always well, we, just to put it in a proper context, ladies, I mean, 145 fatalities in the U.S. and damages over 50 billion uh, last estimate. And it's the most mm-hmm. deadly hurricane to hit Florida since 1935. Now, the yes. FCA is right out there on the front lines from the very beginning, trying to inform folks about how serious the storm was going to get and how to prepare for it. I mean, what are some of the challenges in getting that kind of information out to the general public before an event such as this happens? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the challenge revolves around what Nikki already hinted at. So you're, everyone is dealing with the personal impacts and the personal preparation, and then you've got the business preparation as well. And so I guess if I was going to speak to that, I would say, you know, people are trying to prepare their personal homes and their families and figure out, are they staying? Are they going? Those people that are going through all those considerations are the same people that need to facilitate and help their customers. And so they're trying to take care of their families as well as their customers at the same time. And I think, you know, the consumer's are sometimes misinformed um, or need you know better information, and so the FSPA is working pretty really diligently with our members to ensure that those consumers get that information. We want to provide that resource on what are the things that you do to prepare your pool if bad weather is coming your way. Um, we want to be that resource so that our members can say, "Here you go. This is who you call. This is the here's a website that you can read and look at. Like, don't do any of these things that they're saying not to do." Um, you know, ensuring that they follow the right procedures to prepare their pools themselves in, in the instance of, uh, you know, that being the scenario. So again, Verge, I mean, what, what are you noticing as far as, you know, how contractors are recovering from uh, Hurricane Ian? Most of them are dealing with, you know, they're not panicking. They're not uh, in a um, in emergency mode. They're taking care of things one at a time. Some of them are being proactive and they're, I guess, taking a, um, advantage or opportunity to doing more business and cleaning up cages and stuff like that. And then I see some that are just managing their pools and they leave the cleanup to, to more professional people, I'm going to say. 
So, and, and, and by saying that, I'm, I'm saying some pool service companies that are like, oh, I'm going to clean the, I'm going to remove the cage out of your pool. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then some of the, some of them are like, no, I'm, I'm not taking the cage out of your pool. You go and find a contractor. I'm just cleaning your pool. A lot of equipment, a lot of people are asking, you know, for warranty. And I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm telling them that right now, uh, the way things are, the, uh, some of the manufacturers are going. I've actually kind of put the warranty on hold for a little bit because they are not going to uh, to cover the warranties, uh, knowing that some of those pool pumps have been submerged for a, a certain amount of time. Right. right. So uh, a lot of them are trying to do it under warranty, and some of them are not. They're like, oh, I'm just going to put a new pump. And so we we've been selling a lot of pumps, uh, mostly pumps, not, not even not even motors, but mostly pumps. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of electronics, you know, being asked for, you know, stuff like that. A lot of cartridges. We just got a shipment finally because uh, we we one particular SKU we sold twice as many in eleven days in October than we normally do in a twenty-two business day month. Well, let me uh, ask you a question, Verge. I mean, uh-huh. we saw that storm uh, that hit Texas, that ice storm, a couple years back, right at the start of COVID. Yes. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it took a lot of equipment out of circulation that the industry was depending on for those summer months. And then we, we kind of had a pause with manufacturer delays due to COVID, all right, where we mm-hmm. had that vacuum where it just created the perfect storm for rising prices, a lack of inventory, things like that. I mean, do you think the extent of damage that occurred in Florida is possibly going to take a lot of that equipment out of circulation? It's definitely going to. The, the, the good thing is we were, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about my branch. My branch has been suffering because, unfortunately, of the way we are being uh, uh, replenished, and that's a that's an internal it's an internal I guess issue uh, within you know in, in, in regards to my Sarasota branch that replenishes me. So I've been struggling down here because when a vendor sends only 18 pumps out of a PO that normally has 300, well, the branch that receives those 18 is not going to share any of those with the little branch that's down in Port Charlotte. So I've been struggling with that. But luckily, Pentair uh, finally came up with new SKUs. They came up with new pump. So just prior to the, uh, to the hurricane, I got a, lo- a large inventory of new pumps, and I've been selling those like hotcakes. So uh, I think we're in much better shape than we were two years ago. Uh, I think the, pump, the manufacturers are finally you know, get back on track compared to what it was. Uh, I think there were a lot of things going on. Of course, the filters was something. See, in the pool industry, a new a new pool needs a filter, and uh, the the manufacturers they make filters based on the the projections of new new pools. Well, what happened is hundreds and hundreds of filters cracked in Texas because of the of the freeze. Those were not planned, and that's where it really made a you know did a problem. Pumps, they know that they always have to be replaced at some point with, you know, with storms and 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 surges and all that stuff. So so I think they always keep an eye on that. The filters, I don't think they had predicted that many filters to crack. And and of course, you know, at the same time we had the the shortage of resin that was going on. So there were a lot of different things going on at the same time. Uh, I think I think we're in much better shape than, than we were. None of the filters have been damaged. So even if they, we still have a somewhat of a shortage of resin, uh, the filters have not been damaged for the, by, the, by the hurricane, except, you know, if something very heavy fell on the filter, it didn't, you know, it's not like a pump that's going to burn, basically. 
All right. So just to clarify things, according to Verge, all right, we're not going to see the same kind of uh, glut that we saw in the demand for equipment we saw in the, the ice storm that happened two years ago. So- I, I, I don't think so. I, th- I think I think manufacturers are a little more proactive right now and they're preparing for all the early buyers and all that and for, you know, for next year. No need to start, uh, uh, go out and panic buying, taking things out of inventory that don't need to be, right, Verge? Yes, correct. Yeah. I mean, basically, Elizabeth, what we saw was a lot of folks throwing furniture in their pool. One unfortunate incident, one elderly gentleman actually died while trying to drain his pool during the height of the storm. I mean, how do we keep pool owners from following that bad information that's out there that can damage their pool and potentially even cost lives? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I really believe that the FSPA is here to service our members as well as the consumers at large. And so we definitely want to serve as that resource. Um, We did a huge digital media push prior to the storm arriving in regards to what to do with your pool from a consumer perspective. Uh, We also have resource pages on our website for both our industry professionals and for consumers at large. So we definitely want to be that resource. We definitely want to help educate pool owners about what you should do not to drain your pool. You know, a lot of consumers aren't aware what pool popping is and what happens when you remove the weight of the water out of your pool. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we definitely want to be that resource. We want to help ensure that consumers are educated. Um, We hope that our partners like yourselves will, you know, assist us in that by pointing consumers to our pages, uh, you know, to our resources to ensure that they do uh, the right things and follow the right processes when there's bad weather coming their way. You know, we're a lot of pools damaged during the storm and lots of folks are still trying to get back on their feet. How is the FSPA mm-hmm. helping to coordinate efforts to help members in this time of need? Yeah, so we have a lot of uh, different initiatives going on around Hurricane Ian. Consumers and industry professionals can find those resources on our website, which is just floridapoolpro.com, or they can Google FSPA. So we have a webpage that's dedicated to Hurricane Ian relief. Some of the different things that we're doing, we do have tips on that website that's dedicated to Hurricane Ian recovery uh, for both pool professionals as well as pool owners on what to do with their pools now that the storm has come and passed. So those resources are there as far as tips and, uh, you know, processes and procedures. Um, Additionally, we are trying to coordinate efforts uh, from different industry members towards our industry members that were impacted. So basically, if you are able to donate labor, time, supplies, you know, any type of inventory or materials that might help a fellow uh, industry member, there is a form that you can complete on our website. And then if you're one of those members who needs those supplies, who needs labor, who needs someone to come and help them with cleanup, um, you can also let us know that you are in need and we will help connect you to those who are donating. Uh, and then the other big thing, we do have a list of other resources, different uh, both personal and business resources, such as the U.S. Small Business Administration has a disaster loan. There are um, different uh, disaster contractor network that they can get engaged with, how to file a commercial insurance claims. So we have a bunch of different resources on the website. But above and beyond that, we've engaged our Florida Swims Foundation. And so we are fundraising for uh, grant money directly for our members. Uh, So those member businesses can apply for recovery grants. 
the purpose of the grant is for them to utilize the funds that they receive uh, in the form of a forgivable grant uh, to pay for their business insurance deductibles, to pay for payroll for employees who can't currently work due to impacts of the storm, uh, to pay for physical losses to their building or to their inventory that perhaps is not covered by insurance, uh, so things of that nature. So we're kind of trying to be holistic in our approach, help people to help themselves, help people by fundraising on their behalf and distributing money, and then additionally continuing to be that resource for both the consumers and the professionals in the industry. Well, that's great, Elizabeth. If anybody's interested in uh, participating or helping out, I mean, certainly follow one of those suggestions. We'll be posting a lot of the links uh, to those resources in the podcast and in the article that we'll be writing. So I think uh, a great way to wrap up this conversation is, uh, you know, just to talk about what the outlook looks like moving forward for Florida. I mean, it's it's tricky, right? That's a great question. Um, I definitely think in areas that were impacted by the storm, it's going to be a challenge. Um, however, I will reflect back on what Nikki said earlier in the conversation, which is just that we are a family. <laughs> and I will say I've worked in many different industries, uh, but with I gosh, I guess it's like almost nine years of industry experience now. I can say that there is no industry that comes together the way the pool industry does. So um, I, I definitely know that our members are going to be providing resources and help and assistance to those that are impacted. Um, and we will bounce back together no matter how long it takes. I would say overall, you know, if you're looking at a bird's eye view of the entire state, uh, we're going to continue to see growth. I don't think it's going to be the crazy growth that we saw in 2020 and 2021 when COVID had everybody, you know, trapped in their homes and everybody was very reflective about their wish list for, you know, how they would survive a pandemic. So I don't think we're going to continue to see, you know, the 20% increases year over year on pull permits being pulled, but we are still seeing very steady growth in the industry. So um, I think it's going to be continue to be a very stable and growing industry for our state. I will have to ditto exactly what Elizabeth said. She worded it perfectly. Thanks, Nikki. <laughs> but yes, I agree with you. I think it's going to like kind of level out. I think it's going to be steady. I think the builders are still going to be okay. Um, remodels, that type of thing with everything and the damages, you know, that business will stay strong. But yeah, the growth probably will do a little bit of a slide or just level out basically. I think for the next year, the people that were maybe thinking moving from another state to Florida, some of them might hesitate a little more. But past a, you know past one year from now, people would have forgotten about this this storm. People that were not in Florida, you know, and they'll be like, "Oh, we're moving to Florida." I, I, I don't think that's gonna it's gonna slow it down a little bit. The move from other states, um, right? But people are going to continue to come to Florida one way or another. I mean, it, it does that every time we have a big storm. People are going to say, yeah, I'm going to wait. And then they come anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. So that, that particular perspective of growing the industry, whether it's uh, whether it's housing or whether it's swimming pool, I, don't, I think it's going to just have a slight, slight slowdown for a year. But at the same time, because like Nikki and, and Elizabeth said, the uh, all of the damaged pools, you know, especially down in the Sanibel and, and Fort Myers Beach and all of that needs to be repaired and needs to be replaced. I'm seeing it at the branch. We we have we have contractors from uh, from Sanford or from other from other counties coming, and I'm like, well, everybody's right. coming out of the woodworks here, you know. Right. It's, it's, yep. it's it's crazy. 
so some of them they're definitely taking advantage of the situation you can you know and that's a little bit scary because sometimes some of them have asked me some question and I'm I question whether they really know what they're doing but and and there are also a lot of homeowners that are going to be taken advantage of that's the that's the part that bothers me with what's going on right now it's all of those homeowners not knowing what to do now as far as you were asking you know about how do we pass the message to people when there's a hurricane and what what to do? I don't know about you, but I hardly ever watch live TV. Uh, on uh, September 28th was probably the, the the one day that I watched the most TV in my in, in this past the, the entire year because we were all you know glued to the screen to see where this thing was. So I think that when we have all of the, the medias talking about what to do with their house and all that, I think that's who we need to contact and tell them, do not drain your pool, do this and do that. That These people, like whether it's ABC, NBC, Fox, all of those people, we need, FSPA, I think, needs to contact them and pass that message. Definitely agree with you, Verge. I definitely think we can do and work with media partners in the future on, you know, statewide press releases and try to get them to pick that up as something to include in their news coverage, certainly. Because I've seen a lot of posts on Facebook, people asking, oh, I was told to empty my, my pool. You know, you, 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 real, you read the, the most, cra- the craziest thing on, on yeah, social media. We were looking at about 100 different websites when we were looking for information to post about how to prepare for the hurricane. And uh-huh. the most credible website that we found any information on was the FSPA website. So, oh, yeah, without a doubt. No, absolutely. But a lot of, uh, and you're right, a lot of people are going to find it, but it might be. It might be too specific, though, almost, you know, it needs to some people may not go online, especially those people that unfortunately passed, you know, those the 90 year old people that, that drowned and, you know, because they did not look online what to do. You know, they, they only watched, you know, a little bit of TV even. Right. Some people say to drain your pool, you know, some mm-hmm. people, some people say to cover your pool. I mean, there's, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there that, you know, mm-hmm. just it, do, it does not make common sense from a logic standpoint about what to do but i mean when people google something and google tells you you know the first three websites that come up and it's all bad information that you shouldn't follow i mean exactly yeah i mean we're, we're talking about lives you know i mean i think it's it boils down to you know what the algorithm is telling people and what you're looking for is your news source and where you're getting your research from it's all happening online these days yeah, definitely. Agreed. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the three of you weighing in. Honestly, thanks so much for uh, spending the time with us today on the show. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We appreciate you. you. Get everything you need for your next job without the hassle at AquablueMosaics.com. We carry everything from high quality pool tile, porcelain pavers, grout, fire and water features, and everything in between that you need to get your project done and put some money in your pocket a literal showroom in the palm of your hand we are the most powerful tool any pool contractor can have in their pocket become an aqua pro and save money on every order get free samples and have full access to our unmatched customer service easy to remember hard to forget visit aquabluemosaics.com